It's a blowout. Eighth inning, 10 threes. Bases are loaded for Verlander, who waits out of the real pitch. He swings, and it's a high fly ball. Deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. We got a great guest for you today. I am pumped for him to join us in just a few seconds. Salvador Perez will be talking to me. Coming off one of the greatest seasons of all time as a catcher. A guy that continuously plays every single game in a season. So I can't wait to talk to him about his crazy preparation that year, last year, where he won the home run title And of course, the World Series runs with the Royals. I'm really excited to talk to him. So let's bring him in now, Salvador Perez. Salvi, thank you so much for joining me, my friend. What's up, amigo? How are you? Thank you for having me, man. I'm doing great, man. I I appreciate that. Um, Hey, let's start. Let's let's go back in time a little bit. As a little kid in in Venezuela, you, you sign with the Royals at 16, 17 years old. How was that process for you like at at such a young age you signed to play professional baseball how did that come to be yeah it's, you know it's, it's kind of hard because uh in venezuela if you don't sign with 16 years old in six uh-huh. months after that people think you all and you only have 16 you know <laughs> it's kind of crazy seriously but yeah i was i was you know i was playing baseball some i was four year and a half you know, mm-hmm. uh, little league, T-Bob, and all that. So, yeah, and thank God they gave me the opportunity. Orlando Steven was the guy from Kansas City to fly to Venezuela and, and see me there in the in the academy. And, you know, he, he saw me. He kind of – I was slow around the 60 yard, but he still liked what I do behind the home plate. So he gave me opportunity. That's it. Were you – so you were always a catcher? It was little Salvador Perez a shortstop at some point in his career. I was I was sure stop in third base. <laughs> seriously, seriously. And when I, when I was 15 years old, Orlando Steven see me and tell me like, "Hey, can you throw some couple ball from behind the home plate? Because mm-hmm. I think you can be a catcher." So that how come I come in as, as a catcher and, and I sign as a catcher. So that's how that's how you signed. And there was a lot of talk, especially over this past off season with the new CBA of an international draft at some point and. That would change everything. Um, Are you for or against that? And what do you think that would mean for international signees such as yourself? I'm I'm gonna give my opinion, and and I agree with that. I'm super happy. Hopefully, you know that people can make that happen. Because I think more kids gonna have more opportunity to sign. Uh, So I'm kind of agree with that. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. As long as there's um you just got to get it right and I think that's why it wasn't implemented immediately you just if you're gonna do it it's a big change and you just you have to get it right that that's my opinion Um, so in in 2011 you made your your debut and what was (laughs) you know that's so cool and I played in the minors for a long time and was always that one phone call away and and never got to experience that the moment you found out you made the big league team how cool was that? What was that moment oh, like for you? God. The first thing that I do is just get out of the office. I was in, in Omaha, triple A. Mm-hmm. And George was the manager. And he 
call me after the game to his office and tell me that, you know, the great news that I tell you, you got to call out, you're going to be in big league tomorrow, so get ready. I was super excited. I called my mom. I came no sleep that night. <laughs> I had to wake up like 4 30 in the morning, you know, super excited. I think every minor league player, you know, just waiting for that moment. So it's super excited. I'm going to never forget that. My mom was super happy. And it was a special day for us. I love, I love that your mom was your first call when you made the big leagues. How important is she to you now and your career throughout in your life? Oh, see, Gab and my mom, you know, that now I have my wife and my keeper. Before that, you know, she, she, give, she do everything she can to, you know, to give me everything for baseball, to buy some, you know, some gloves, spy, bat, batting gloves, and all that. I know what, yeah. you know, she was working really hard. And she means a lot to me, you know, it's kind of my work. And I thank my mom for, for everything she do for me. I don't got, you know, I don't grow up with my dad. They got divorced when I was four years and a half, so I don't see my dad after that. So, but you know, it's part of the life, she do both. Yeah. Since you, uh, so since you made it into the big leagues that year, shortly after, man, you, you became the epitome of an everyday catcher. You are out there every single day. And that is... Uh, it's an understatement to even say that's not easy to do. How important is it to you to play every day as a catcher? I, I think everything starts, you know, your mentality. It just depends how, how mentality or, or what you want to, what kind of player you want to be. So my goal was, you know, be one of the best, try to do my best, work hard as I can, especially in the offseason. Uh, and they give me opportunity, you know. Ned job was my first manager. And... Uh, he was a catcher. He understands that position too, and, and he gave me a lot of opportunity, and I take advantage of that. So I cannot used to play every day. If I don't play, I don't, you know, I, I feel bad. I, I cannot help my team, you know, at least to try to win. Do you? The preparation has to be wild to be able to do that. What's your preparation like? How many ice baths have you taken in your career? <laughs> I don't do, I got, I do in the, the cool top, cool top and hot top every day, every day. <laughs> cool top, hot top, cool top. I think I prepare myself, you know, pretty good, especially in the off season, man. I think that's the key. The way you prepare yourself in the off season, I, I think that how you're going to be in the off season. So you got to be, be ready, you know, be able to sacrifice. So you got to be concentration and, and sacrifice your life for, for at least. 15, 17, 20 years, whatever year you want to play in Big League or whatever year you want to be in Big League. You know, it's cool to hear you talk like that. And I had a guest on last year uh, that says very similar things. And I actually wanted to show you a clip from that interview. One of the greatest to ever do it, Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez. And he had some things to say about you. So wow. I want to I show you that clip. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to use myself on that, but it reminds me like me when I was... Uh, when I was uh, playing, I mean, I was, I love to play every day. I always come ready to play every day. I was hating, the, you know, not to be in the lineup, and, you know, and that's, that's, that's him. How cool is well, it to hear oh, Pudge yeah. Rodriguez that. say uh, that? For, for Hall of Fame, I got ghost fan right now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's something, you know, it was, it was one of the guys that I, that I, I follow a little bit when I was in Manor League. Uh, the more, the more that I follow with Jadi Molina, you know, I yeah. just 
and I appreciate what Yadi Molina, you know, do to me and do for Beto, you know, the way he prepares himself, the way he likes to catch every day. It's kind of like, I always think if this guy can do it, I can do it. You know, I just need to prepare myself and, and he gave me some good tip. You know, Yadi yeah. always was like, hey, just the way you prepare yourself in the offseason, and how you need to carry your body, you need to, you know, be a strong mentality. You're going to have some good day, you're going to have some bad day. You prepare yourself every day to be behind the home plate. Is there a catcher you grew up watching and, and idolizing as a kid? Uh, as a kid, I, I, a little bit, uh, Victor Martinez. Uh, yeah. And, and I, you guys, you guys know him, you know. But yeah. I think a little bit injury in his knee and all that. He coming, he becoming a first base in the age. Uh, and after, after Victor was jolly. Yeah. You know, it's cool, especially to hear Pudge say something like that about you. And now I'm watching the Royals currently, and I watch games and see MJ Melendez up there at the plate. And yeah. I'm not going to compare him to you, but there are definitely some similarities that I see with him standing in the box. I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, how how He's the real deal, it seems like, huh? Yeah, he's a great kid. He worked hard. You know, he prepared himself as as. It's kind of remind me when I was, you know, young, you know, just try to do my best and, and, and help my team to win. I think it's going to be really good. Did any player teach you, like, what player best taught you about preparation, you think? Because it's clearly such a big part of your game, and now it seems like you're passing that along to, to MJ. Yeah, you know, I appreciate Jade Molina, Victor Martinez, Miguel Cabrera. You know, yeah. I was... And I was young, you know, and, and I got the opportunity to talk to this guy, you know, and and hear what they tell me, you know. And there's a Hall of Fame, you know, Hall of Fame guy talking to a young guy, you know. I, I appreciate that and I pay attention to what he said. You just try to be like him, you know. Yeah, so you, you, you mentioned Miggy, and we're, we recently just saw him. It seems like every single day he's accomplishing a new <laughs> milestone. 500 homers, 3,000 hits. He's one of only a few players ever to do that. Um, being from Venezuela as well and seeing Miggy do what he is doing, how special was that? I mean, I got goosebumps watching it just from playing and you know knowing him a little bit. I'm sure you watched that as well, and it was pretty cool for you to see too. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's amazing. Uh, uh, like I, I feel like he represents uh, all the players in Venezuela that we we admire, you know. So uh, it's, it's good to to see that as a, as a guy from from your country, you know. Uh, and in this moment, and, and everybody you know what's going on with Venezuela. So it's 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 good, you know. It's it's happier, and I appreciate me everything he do for for us. Yeah. So. I want to ask you about the 2013 season because it's really the first season that you were that guy every single day. You were out there every single game for the most part. Uh, you yeah. made an all-star team. You won a gold glove award. So so let's start there. You won a gold glove award your first like season playing every game. How important to you is defense? Like How much of your craft do you focus on getting your defense right and being able to catch a good game behind the plate? I think that that's the to to be a catcher you need a you need a separate hitting and, and different, you know. Because we don't have that kind of time to think about what do we do, okay, I put my hand uh, down, I gotta get a little quicker or something. No, as soon as we hit, it's over. We need to go pull our gear and think about how we're gonna uh, get that inning, you know. And uh, I think for me, for me, for Salvador Perez, different 
it's a kind of a little bit more important, you know, uh, uh, hitting. So we need the help of pitcher, you know, to, to try to win that game. I'll, I'll never forget it. When I actually was talking to Pudge last year, we were talking, he caught uh, my brother's first no-hitter. And I will, I always remember from that game, he, he came up to hit in the, in the bottom of the eighth inning and ended up like striking out and went back out there. And he said after the game, he said, I didn't want, I wanted to get out as fast as possible <laughs> so I could get back out there and help Justin complete that no-hitter. And from that moment on, it just changed my mind. Like catchers are different breeds. They care, they care about their craft. They really do. They, they, and they, when you hear that from, from a Hall of Fame like Porsche, like Porsche Rodriguez, you know, we, that's the way the catcher has to be, you know. Sometimes we're not gonna hit, we don't gonna hit, uh, we don't gonna hit home every bat, you know. We just need to, you know, uh, whatever we do, it's over just concentration to now be behind the home play. How we're gonna strike out that guy? How we treat that guy in the last bat? So you know, that's different for me. It's more important. Well, you, you say you can't hit a home run every bat. You almost did last year, but we'll <laughs> we'll, get, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that season in a little bit. But hey, in that 2013 season, you made your first ever All Star game at like 20. You were low 20s. How cool was that? That experience walking in a locker room with the biggest superstars in the world. How cool was that? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, we're gonna never forget. 2013. Where was uh, that All-Star uh, game? Uh, huh? Where was that All-Star game at? In New York, New York. Okay. Oh, that's a sick one. And I, uh, uh, New York. And I, and I, I got the opportunity to catch a Hall of Fame Mariano Rivera in his oh. last All-Star game. You know, I got some some funny history about that. Uh, John Lila was the manager. Of yeah. course, you know, you, you remember him. And, uh-huh. and before the game, he told me, like, you're going to make history today. So uh, I'm turning around, you know, 22 years old. I'm like, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. You want to start the Alistair game. <laughs> you know? I, I was kind of like, you know, uh, so in the, I, he got me in, in the, I think, in the six. So I get six, seven. And when all the ceremony for Mariano and all that, I was ready to go out. And Jolly last, you know, touched my shoulder and tell me that, you remember what I tell you, uh, beginning of the game? So go, go have fun, enjoy. And he was right, you know. We made history to catch a, a Hall of Fame, Mariano Rivera, in his last All-Star game. That's so cool, man. So yeah. when you look back, you've now been a part of seven All-Star games. Is there one that sticks out as the, the best? And I'm not saying, like, the one that means the most, because they obviously all mean a lot. But is there one that you look back on, like, that was the most fun, the coolest, that was the best experience? I got the opportunity to be in, in, in WRT last Alistair game, Derek Gire and Mariano Rivera. I think that's the three. I know, like like you said, all seven, you know, it's me a lot to, to me and for yeah. my family. I had the opportunity to to give that spirit to my family, to my kids, to my wife and all that. You know, it, it, it's, it's good. But I think to be a part of, of a Hall of Fame player, you know, and, and you know, becoming the Alistair, the last Alistair game for them and be part of that, it's, it's pretty special. Yeah. Um, so your first one was in 2013, and then the very next year, 2014, you played in what many consider, at least I consider, to be the greatest wild card game of all time. It was wild. Down 8-3 to three in the 8th, you end up winning it in the 12th, the big knock from you, game winning hit. I mean, when you look back on that game, what are your memories from that day? It was madness. 
Oh, my memory was we got Raul Ibañez, you know, and the seven inning like you say, hey, we buy we down by five wrong. I think it was eight three. Yeah. And Raul Ibañez bring everybody to the to the clubhouse to the tunnel down down the clubhouse like hey, that game's not over mm-hmm. yet. So let's go. Let's keep fight. We never know what's gonna happen. Okay, let's keep fight. So I don't know. Everybody get fired up, you know, and like, oh, come, come on, guys, we can do it. At least let's let's try and see what happens. Let's try how we can let's take our best at bat and all that. I was I was amazing. How much? One did... of my favorite. That was my favorite. One of my favorite games. Ever. That's that's one of my favorite games, and I wasn't even playing. <laughs> that was awesome. So you you end up winning that game. You go on to the World Series. You finish just on the doorstep of being able to get it done. How much did you guys use that experience of winning that wild card game, getting to the World Series, getting so close, and then taking it into that next year and dominating and ended up getting it done that year? How much did you use what happened in 14? I- after 2014, see, so I was the last time the World Series. So we're going to never forget that neither. Yeah. <laughs> and we come into a 2015 spring training, and we don't even talking about to make it to the playoff. Everything was like, we're just talking about to win the World Series. Yeah. That was, I think that was the key from, from a spring training. We, we're just thinking about World Series. We need, to, we need to get it done. We need to get it done. We have a team. We need to get it done. Come on, guy. So we just know, like, okay, we're gonna make it to the to the playoff and see what happens playoff. No, we're gonna make it to the playoff and we're gonna win the playoff and we're gonna win the World Series. So I think was was kind of at this point I say that it was kind of good that we lost in 2014 because yeah. we, I think we have more energy in 2015 and, and that made the difference. Yeah, so it's a mindset set goal. It sounds like 2014. Your goal is let's get in the playoffs, and then you're like, yeah. "Screw just getting in the playoffs. We can do this. We can win the whole thing." And yes. coming that close really helped you. Uh, re- really helped you finish it off and, and get there in 2015. You got a World Series tattoo. Is, do you still have that thing? Is it yeah, still? Yeah, I still have it. I have it here. <laughs> yes. I still have it, yeah. That's why that's the, the, the Tommy Young I put the thing for the ball. I don't want to see the scar there. That's you know, my God glove. I got the Alistair game in this side. So it's kind of, you know, some something good that I'm, I'm gonna never forget about that. So I like to to put it in my body. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of cool. It's almost the story of your baseball career. And the World Series tattoo is right on your biceps, so you can show those off all the time, too. Yeah. So it just it, it works out well. Uh, hey, so last year, you got to participate in another All-Star game, and you actually participated in your first ever home run wow. derby. How was fun was dream. that? Oh, my God. That was one of my dreams. Wow. I like before before I get down on Bevo, please, please, God, I want to participate <laughs> in the Holland Derby. I never did it, and not even minorly. That was, that oh, was wow. my first time ever. So I was super excited. I got pretty a lot, so I got a lot, a, a, a lot of Blanco, that, how they call him, you know. But that was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. You know, my family was super excited too. You know, I hit 28 in the home in the first round. That was that was amazing. That was one of my one of the good experiences. I'm gonna never forget either. And if they invite me again, I'll be gonna go because we had too much fun. Dude, that's awesome. And and they are they're nerve-wracking. I actually in the minor leagues, my first ever season in the minors, 
I was at the All-Star break, like towards the top in, in home runs, actually, as this like 6'4", 180-pound guy. And I got asked to participate in the home run derby, and I had zero home runs towards the end of the round. I'm like, I got to get one or I'm going to be so embarrassed. I finally got one to sneak over, but it is, it's nerve-wracking participating in those, and you're doing it on the biggest stage in the world. And it was awesome to see. That that was awesome. That was that was great. I I, I bring I bring my my BP tall, Miguel Garcia and and that's kind of you know that was kind of easy too because he you know he see me every day so he know what I like the ball. So that was fun. That was that was fun. We had a great time. Yeah, uh, you know you you participated in that home run derby, but also throughout the year you were involved in the home run chase with Shohei Otani, Vladdy Jr. and yourself, and you actually. Won it. You you hit the most home runs of everybody as a catcher. How how cool was that? And I know how much you focus in your career on your defense, but it has to be cool every once in a while to step back and realize what you're doing offensively. And were you able to take that moment in winning the home run title last year? Yeah. Well, one of my goals was I never hit 30 homer and I never bring 100 RBI in one season. So last year, I'm like, let me let me prepare myself. You know, just trying to hit. 30 homer and try to bring 100 RBI for the and first time. 48. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, 30, yeah, yeah, 30 and 100. That was my goal, but <laughs> I don't know, man. That was, I, I, I thank God. You know, I prepared myself like super hard for that, you know, and I work with Mike Tosa in Miami. It's a guy, he worked for us now. It's a guy, it's a, it's a hitting call guy, you know, mm-hmm. get, get me used to in my routine because I was the player that. If I got two hit, uh, two games with no hit, I don't like to do anything for the third game. You know, I like just go and hit, play the game and have fun. That's it. But he like, okay, just practice every day. Practice, try to get used to, to do the same routine every day. And some point, they're going to pay for that, okay? So, uh, and, and that's what I do. That, that, was, that was amazing. And it's, when I hit my 46 homer that I that I think I was tied with Johnny Bench and, and get a call from Johnny Bench, you know, I was I was something that you know it's it's special for me to have the I, opportunity I, to talk when when Johnny Bench. Really? How did that conversation yeah. go? How cool was that? That was that was good. That was good. He just like congratulations, Salvi. Uh, now you you know you in the list with me and all that, and, and it's amazing. I met him before in the in the uh-huh. gold glow ceremony, but you know just to to hear guy like like Johnny Ben Port Rodriguez and Jerry Molina talking about you and say some good thing that's that made a little special you know it was one of the most impressive seasons for a catcher of all time and you actually and that's just on the field not even talking about your off the field work which is what won you the Lou Gehrig award last year which is to a player that exhibits the integrity of what Lou Gehrig did on and off the field First off, how special is it for you to win that award? Yeah, that was that was very special. There was a surprise event because what, what I like, what I do outside the field, I don't, I don't like people know, you know. Yeah. That that I that I that I do, and so I don't know how they get all the information that I, I still <laughs> figure out. I still looking for to see how how they get that that information because I, I don't even post it on my internet. But uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a it's a honor to win that. It's, it's very special for me, for my family. That's kind of who I am, you know. I talked to George Brett a lot because he was the he win he was the last Royal to to win the 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 George Gary Award. So uh, that's that's special for me. I, I know you don't 
post about it a lot and, and really want people to know. So you don't have to share specifics, but what are like what are some of the things off of the field around Kansas City that you do? Uh, we we I donate uh, one million dollar for they do a, a, a ballpark in here to to help the community. Wow, you know uh, we go out and a lot of charity things sign, mm-hmm. especially now that we have the the new uniform, I, my gear, my chest protector, my chin guard, my mask, bat, gloves. You know, just to sign to try to to help people. You know, to get the medicine they want or, or to get whatever they need. You know, I think it's, it's something that we got the opportunity to do it. It's not going to cost me anything, you know. It's not going to take me some time. It's only hour and a half, two hours, you yeah. know. Enjoy with the kids, you know. Make people smile, you know, for, for at least 30 seconds, you know. Just think about something different. Yeah. I think it's a big deal for, for different people. That's so awesome, man. Well, congratulations on winning that award, by the way. And from Thank what you. I Thank hear, you. you're getting presented with that at, at some point fairly soon, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Sam told me that I think it's gonna be next week. Oh, after we come from the road, we're gonna That's be awesome. in the road on Sunday for a week, and I think after we come, I think That's they're gonna really do cool, something from the yeah, in the ballpark. That's awesome. So yeah. now we're here in this year, and and baseball this year looks a little different, specifically with pitchers and catchers. Um, have you had a chance this year to use Pitchcom? Do any of your pitchers use it? Yeah, we uh, we all use it. Oh, wow. and I think. Yeah, we all use it. And nobody on base, we still put some sign. But as soon as guy in second base or guy in first base, we use the pitch count. I think it's going to be hard to, like, you know, uh, steal some sign or, or give you the location and all that. I think it's going to be a little hard. And I'm honest to you, man, I like it. You do like it. What were your first thoughts? Were you a little were you a little timid about it at first and now you like it? Or the whole time you're like, this is going to be great? <laughs> the first time, like, uh, I think it's too much technology <laughs> for us, okay? <laughs> so but now you know i get used to that and, and it's easy you know you got some just pull whatever whatever you want slide it down away and the picture he had he said he said yes or no change did, you know it's good did you have some uh did you have some convincing to do with zach granky i feel like he'd be like i'm not using that and then you'd somebody have to convince him <laughs> well, but he, he liked it too and i think we we, we did it one time in spin training he got one too and he called his game it's more easy for us. Yeah. You know, he just, he's giving me the sign, like, it's slide it down the way, follow down the way. And I'm like, okay, that's what you want to throw, okay? So that was, that was fine. That was, that was good. I think you, so from what I've heard, you can, like, customize the voice that the pitchers hear. Have you pre-recorded all the signs so they can hear your own voice in their ear? <laughs> no. <laughs> and here was our bank, our bank coach, Pedro before deal for us. <laughs> no, I don't think they're going to understand me. <laughs> I, no, they'd probably be out there. Shut up, Salvi. That's not what I want to throw. What? <laughs> what? what did he say? <laughs> uh, hey, some some fun questions for you before we finish up uh, that that I like to ask people. And the first of which would be if if you could catch any pitcher in the history of the game, current or ever, who would it be? Randy Johnson. Love that. Why? Yeah, because you know the way he was thrown, the top he is, the reliever of the ball, and all that was, you know, catch a hundred and two, hundred and one, hundred and two miles per hour for a lefty, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Uh, hey, so besides Kauffman Stadium, so so take Kansas City out of this. What is your favorite stadium to go to and to play at? Minnesota. 
I got some a lot of homers there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah. Okay. So all right, let's see. The best, the best pitcher you have ever faced. Uh, or the toughest pitcher you have ever faced. I got some some few pitchers. Your brother's there, hundred percent. Berlandes there, Cherse, you know, Chris Sell, Clayton Kercha, and they were really good. Those I don't like good. to tip. I, I don't like like kind of like tip hard to the pitcher, but <laughs> sometimes you you like okay, yeah, you're good, bro. You're good. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so, do you have? like a best game that you have ever played? I love asking big leaguers this question because I feel like there's always a game, and it can be at any point in your life. It could be in T-ball. You could say, I hit eight home runs, whatever it may be throughout <laughs> your career. Do you have a game that sticks out as the greatest game you ever played? That I ever played, I think it's, it's in Tampa. Danny Dolphy was pitching. We struck him out. I was behind the home plate, 18 bar, and we almost tried and no hit it. Was a one wow, one out away to throw a no hitter. Oh, that's a, yeah. So that was so sad. how how important to you? How cool would it be for you in your career to catch one of those to catch a no hitter? I still I still I still think that I got on the same one, you know, before I retired because <laughs> that's amazing. That's that look good on TV. Yeah. Uh, hey, so if you could give advice to to younger kids coming up in the game of baseball, what would it be? Like, never quit. If you have a dream, fight hard you can, you know, to make to make your dream happen. Uh, I was coming from nowhere, and look who I am right now. So if I can do it, you guys can do it too. Believe in God, you know, and, and always think positive, you know. No matter what the situation, uh, some is going to come out every day. So... Play hard and, and focus and, and go get it. That's awesome, man. Hey, I, I truly believe that you are building a, a Hall of Fame career. And Thank you. I, I would love to see you in there. And how how much would that mean to you someday to hear your name called into Cooperstown? Oh my God. That's 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 the goal right now, you know. That way I'm, I'm gonna continue to prepare myself. I'm gonna play hard as I can. I don't I don't like to put that in my mind, bro. You know, sometimes I think about it. And after you win Alistair game, after you win the Alistair game, we are gold glove, a World Series ring, and all that. Now it's, it's just, you just think about being the Hall of Fame. You know, it's kind of like, okay, let's let's try, let's see how my career is going to end, you know, uh, hopefully in the right way. Uh, God can continue to stay healthy and, and try to finish strong. And, and see what happens after maybe five, six, seven, ten more years in big league. Ooh, I love that. Uh, so yeah. l- let's say, and, and we're not going to assume, but let's say you do get there someday. Who is the first person you are going to thank in your speech? Oh, I, my mom. Man, I got I to gotta stay with, with my mom because, you know, if she don't do, if she don't do what she did when I was young, I don't think I was going to be here with you talking to right now. So it's going to be my mom and... and and the second person that we're gonna announce Pedro before my bench coach that was he went me with the last 10 years, you know, and kind of my my mentor guy. 
Well, I, I hope you get there, man. I'm rooting for you. You have Thank a big you. fan in me. I, I really appreciate you hopping on here with me, man. I, I really, I, I mean what I said. I, I'm a big fan, and what you do on the field is incredible, but what you do off the field is what makes me the big fan I am of you. So I appreciate you hopping on, and uh, best of luck in, in the rest of your career for sure. You can always come back on, man. You're a friend of the show now. Thank you, my friend, for having me, okay? I appreciate it, man. See ya. All right, and I wanted to thank Salvi for joining me. Truly, what a guy. It was awesome to hear him talk about his career, but to hear him talk about the work he does off the field in Kansas City, he never really talks about that, and uh, it was really cool to hear the player. He is on the field, we all know about, but to hear the person he is off the field was awesome. What a great conversation with an incredible dude, and I truly hope and believe he may be a Hall of Famer someday. So. Thank you all for listening. I truly appreciate it. Make sure you're following, subscribed, wherever you listen to your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever it may be. Rate it five stars as well. That really helps. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube as well. You can watch every episode, the video of it on this beautiful set on YouTube. Flipping Bats Pod, anywhere you listen. I appreciate you guys for checking this out. I will see you Thursday for the live episode of Flipping Bats. Peace.